Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, August 2nd, 2023, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy Today's topic title is World ID 2023. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit take over right now for the next hour to do that which you have prepared and ordained in the lives and hearts of your people. Lord, it is 11.59 in split seconds just before the imminent return of your one and only begotten Son who is none other than the Lord and only Savior of the world and whose name is Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life. And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, I would like to set the stage by reminding everyone of the God-breathed mandate for this current year of 2023 which is that 2023 is the year of total chaos and confusion. I would as well like to remind all that we are in the third quarter of the first year of a new Shemitah cycle, which is a seven-year period that began on September 25th, 2022, and will end on September 9th, 2029. Do you look at that uh, date there, my friends? September is nine, and it's the day nine, and it will be in 2029, the ending of this seven-year period. 999 in the Greek, I believe, is a symbol for God. Soon, my friends, we will be moving into the fourth quarter of this year called 2023, which will begin on October 1st, and it's time to listen up in which I do believe we will begin to see things change in our world such as never before moving forward. With that said, today I will be speaking to you about digital IDs and where they are taking the world at large. To do that, we will begin with a piece dated March 24th, 2023, written by Forbes Technology Council member Mike Tuchin, CEO of OnFido, which according to Wikipedia is a technology company that helps businesses verify people's identities using a photo-based identity document, a selfie, and artificial intelligence algorithms. Mr. Tuchin's piece is titled, 2023, 
the year digital identities go mainstream, of which Mr. Tuchin begins by stating, since the pandemic, we've seen the use of digital identity evolve alongside our hybrid lifestyles. As more businesses and government agencies were pushed to move interactions online rather than in person. He continues by sharing that by 2021, several countries began exploring digital vaccine passports for travel, given the acute need for um, and convenience, along with secure confirmation of a traveler's health status. Mike further states, although he says not a concern anymore, for most governments and individuals, it is a use case that drove home the value of digital identities, both to uh, private companies and government entities. He continues by sharing, in 2022, it was another major year for digital identity, as we saw some foundational Uh, pieces fall into place. He further points out that in the U.S., the TSA authorized the first few companies to use mobile IDs to pass through airport security, including Airside and Apple. Apple took this step a step further, he says, to begin partnering with states that offer mobile driver's license to enable storing and using them within its digital wallet, including for the TSA screening process. Mr. Tuchin then shared that these moves show an increasing trend towards a world of reusable identity or a verify once, share anywhere approach to digital identity verification. In fact, he says, according to market research firm Liminal, the global market size for shareable or reusable identity will grow, get this my friends, from $32.8 billion in 2022, check it out, to billion dollars by 2027. Mike continues his piece by stating, in this context, here are five key trends that will define the trajectory for digital identity this year. And as a result, he says, I believe 2023 will end up being the year when digital identities start to become mainstream. Concerning his five key trends that will define the trajectory uh, for digital identity this year, Mike begins with, number one, the EU is now mandating, now you're going to hear a few words that you're going to want to remember, Mandating is one of them. The EU is now mandating digital identity. The European Union will mandate digital identity under its EIDAS 2.0, which will go into effect in September 2023. I have discussed this point with you before, my friends. Uh, Mike continues by saying and ensures all member states to offer a digital identity wallet, or DIW, to citizens and businesses. According to the European Commission, at least 80% of citizens should be able to use a digital ID solution to access key public services by 2030. In moving forward um, on Mr. Tuchin's list of five trends that will define the trajectory for digital identity this year, in number two, he states, in the U.S., private companies will lead the charge while states continue their slow mobile driver's license rollout. In the U.S., states are the source of the, uh, of the most commonly used identity documents, 
Each state has its own identity infrastructure of birth records, marriage certificates, death records, and driver's license, which are the most ubiquitous form of ID in the U.S., while some states like Colorado, Maryland, and Arizona offer mobile driver's license or MDLS today. Other states are going to uh, operate on their own timelines, and there's no overall mandate yet to uh, increase digital identity penetration and usage as there is in Europe. Mr. Tuchin uh, continues by sharing, as a result, it's doubtful the U.S. will be in the same place as Europe come 2030. In that vacuum, we will likely see an increasing interest in the private sector, he says, to bring digital identities mainstream. With comprehensive uh, digital identity systems being rolled out from Airside and Authentify, Clear, Apple, and MasterCard, um, aiming to simplify identity sharing for end users while ensuring businesses can protect themselves from fraud and remain compliant to specific KYC and AML regulations. Now, moving on to number three, which is that increasing identification mandates, there's that word again, uh, create a new era in which Mike says the recent conversation around Twitter has made verifying identities a hot topic. Adding identity verification could uh, solve a number of problems for social media platforms. But for this to take off in 2023, it should be something that users can opt into. Ensuring a balanced process, which means that prominent personalities can create confidence through verification while retaining space for anonymity for those who need it, such as whistleblowers and political dissidents. While allowing anonymity in some specific cases has benefits, Authenticating digital IDs more broadly would improve the transparency around social media ads, who is buying them and why, while also reducing fake accounts. Similarly, says Mr. Tuchin, account lockout is one of the many annoyances faced by social media users, identity verification can accelerate uh, account recovery. So people are waiting minutes, not days or weeks to get back in. He continues by pointing out that hotels and home sharing companies are increasingly mandating, there's that word again, owner and renter verification due to security concerns. Mike then shares, similarly, I just ran into a uh, requested identity verification step when I rented a storage locker. In addition, he says, we are seeing a renewed focus on children's online safety in state capitals around the globe with mandates, there's that word again, my friends, for adults for adult content purveyors to uh, verify age before allowing access. How these requirements shake out, what types of services are affected, and the consequences for failure will have a big ramification. Uh, But it's clear that we're seeing a large increase in digital identity verification requirements in a number of sectors uh, that haven't required it before. Now, it, my friends, it is on to number four on Mr. Tuchin's uh, list of five trends that will define the trajectory for digital identity this year and is where he begins by stating, AI is a catalyst when introduced safely. 
as AI is increasingly used alongside biometrics and other technologies that enable digital identity verification, regulations around bias and fairness must be robust, despite the boost it can give the user experience. Governments must prioritize safety, security, and equality, but it's also up to businesses using AI to know what their rejection rates are by different user demographics so that they can uncover bias in their own algorithms. Practically, Mike says, there is a lot of uh, infrastructure that comes with um, integrating AI. You can you can't do so without the uh, necessary data, he says, technology and people. The process takes time and investment. And for those businesses without ultimate resources that want to offer digital identity verification, it's important that governments provide guidelines to ensure it remains fair and transparent. And last, but in no way least, we have now, my friends, arrived at number five on Mr. Tuchin's list of five key trends that will define the trajectory for digital identity this year and is where he ends his piece by stating, privacy first, user-managed digital identities are the future. While fraud uh, is on the rise and consumers increasingly um, conscious of their data, privacy will likely feature higher on the agenda this year. In fact, says Mr. Tuchin, I expect privacy-first user-managed digital IDs to be the future of digital identity. Companies need to ensure they're uh, pursuing use cases that are relevant, my friends, to their customers, balancing the user experience benefits with security and safety to boost adoption and make digital identities a reality. Okay, now, my friends, with the thought brought into focus by way of Mr. Tuchin's piece concerning the move towards digital identities here in 2023. Let us continue to to dive deeper into the subject by way of a piece written by none other than Mr. Michael Snyder, author and editor of themostimportantnews.com, dated July 24th, 2023, titled... WorldCoin is here. Just get your eyes scanned by the orb and your new world identity will be issued to you. Of which Mr. Snyder begins by asking his readers, have you had your eyes scanned by the orb yet? All it takes is just one trip and you, and once you, uh, and once your biometric data he says, is in the database, you will receive some free money and a new digital identity that you will be able to use all over the internet. I want to stop there for a moment, my friends. Biometric data. The reason I said we would talk about biometrics uh, earlier is because in 2010, I believe it was, the Lord told me that biometrics was going to play a huge, huge role in what is taking place here today and beyond. So I just wanted to interject that here. Next, Mr. Snyder asks, uh, doesn't that sound good? Just before going on to say, as you will see below, hundreds of thousands of people in Europe have already signed up. Those that have created WorldCoin intend uh, for it to be a new identity and financial network that is owned by everyone on the entire planet. The following comes directly from the official WorldCoin website. More than three years ago, we, found, we founded World, 
coin with the ambition of creating a new identity and financial network owned by everyone. The rollout begins today. If successful, we believe WorldCoin could drastically increase economic opportunity, scale a reliable solution for distinguishing humans from AI online while preserving privacy, enable global uh, democratic processes, and eventually show a potential path to, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, AI-funded UBI, which stands for Universal Basic Income, my friends. To that, Mr. Snyder says, that initial paragraph certainly sounds wonderful, but once you start digging a bit deeper, he says, you quickly discover the dystopian details of this scheme. He continues by sharing that once you sign up for WorldCoin, your new world identity or world ID will be issued to you. Ultimately, the goal is for the entire internet to start using this new world ID system. WorldCoin consists of a privacy-preserving digital identity world ID and where law allows a digital currency or WLD. WLD, my friends, uh, is the ticker name for world coin on the stock market or wherever cryptocurrencies are traded and looked at. So you'll be seeing the ticker WLD. It says world coin consists of a privacy preserving digital identity world ID and where law allows a digital currency WLD received uh, simply for being human. We hope that where the rules are less clear, such as in the U.S., steps will be taken so more people can benefit from both. To that, Mr. Snyder then says, needless to say, just offering a world ID is not going to motivate a lot of people to embrace this new system. So the founders are also offering free money to everyone that signs up when where laws allow for such a thing. He then points out that ultimately the goal is to freely distribute tokens to all 8 billion people on the planet. The goal is simple and modest, to create a system that will eventually freely distribute tokens to all 8 billion people on the planet, says the website, as a form of universal basic income, or UBI. But because the rise of AI will make it tricky to figure out who is human and who's a digital fake, WorldCoin first needs to create a system that lets people, all people across the globe, prove that they are, in fact, human beings. Mr. Snyder then adds, the idea of a universal basic income certainly appeals to a lot of people out there, especially the lazy ones, he says, just before going on to say, but if you want your free money, you have got to visit the orb he continues by sharing that the plan for the orb to eventually scan the eyeballs of every single person in the entire world, it is the, the, the plan is to eventually have the orb uh, scan every person's eyeballs in the world, my friends. He then says, here is more from the official WorldCoin website. You can now download WorldApp the first protocol compatible wallet and reserve your share. After visiting an orb, a biometric verification device, you will receive a world ID. This lets you provide, this lets you prove rather, you are a real and unique person online while remaining completely private. Mm, really? As the global distribution of orbs is ramping up, 
You can find the closest one and book time to be verified with World App at and at WorldCoin.org, which I do highly not recommend, my friends. WorldCoin uh, is an attempt at global scale alignment. The journey will be challenging and the outcome is uncertain. But finding new ways to broadly uh, share the coming technological uh, prosperity is a critical challenge of our time. We hope you'll all join us. And to that, Mr. Snyder says, I don't know about you, but I never plan to visit the orb. And there is no way that I am ever going to allow these freaks to scan my eyeballs. He then goes on to say, um, but it is important for all of us to understand that this is a very serious threat because one of the guys heading up this project is also the CEO of the company that brought us ChatGPT. If WorldCoin was uh, the brainchild of some random crypto bro, maybe it could be uh, laughed away the writer says, as a delusion of grandeur. But the project has real intellectual heft. It was co-founded by Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, creator of ChatGPT, who's arguably the most central player in the development of AI. Altman suspects that the world will change forever if or when AI becomes so advanced that it achieves AGI or artificial general intelligence, meaning it's truly meaning it truly surpasses the abilities of humans. To that, Mr. Snyder then says Sam Altman is uh, certainly a force to be reckoned with. And now he's absolutely determined to get as many people into the new system as he possibly can. According to Zero Hedge, hundreds of thousands of people in Europe have already had their eyeballs scanned and have been issued a world ID. If reports are to be believed, the uptake uh, in Spain, where the scheme first became available a year ago, listen up, my friends, is better than elsewhere. 150,000 participants in total, 20,000 new ones each day. And Barcelona is the place where a number of orb scanners will be installed. Portugal is not far behind with 120,000 participants. And Germany is said to also be warming up to the project ever since it started expanding two months ago from the time that this was written, my friends, which is in March of 2023. All in all, some uh, two million biometric credentials are now operated by WorldCoin. I take that back, my friends. This article was written July 24th, 2023. Okay. Uh, speaking of when it said that uh, Portugal is not far behind with 120,000 participants and Germany is said to also be warming up to the pr project ever since it started expanding two months ago. And two months ago from the time of the writing of this was July 24th, 2023. All in all, some 2 million biometric credentials are now operated by WorldCoin. Mr. Snyder moves to close his piece by stating it, uh, it is quite interesting that Europeans are embracing WorldCoin so enthusiastically. He continues by pointing out that whenever some new dystopian scheme comes along, Europe always seems to be the most fertile soil. He then asks, why is that? Just before going on to say, whether this new scheme ultimately succeeds or fails, it appears to be inevitable that the powers that be 
will try to force digital identification upon all of us one way or another. He further points out, and whoever controls the global system of digital identification that ultimately prevails will have immense power over the entire planet. Mr. Snyder ends his piece by stating a fact, which is we really are living in perilous times and things will continue to get a lot more interesting in the months and years ahead. So I hope, he says, that you are ready for what is coming because our world is starting to change at a pace that is absolutely breathtaking. And on that sobering note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our look into World ID 2023. Friends, the Lord Jesus Christ came to earth, paid for our sins upon the cross of Calvary so that we could be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return. He truly did come and hit the reset button for all those who will 
receive him as their only Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah. Okay, now my friends, a look ahead at the soon coming of a worldwide digital ID would not be complete without a look at the Central Bank Digital Currency or CBDC. And with that said, let us do just that. As we take a look at our last piece of the day brought to us by, yes, you got it, Mr. Michael Snyder from his themostimportantnews.com site dated July 27th, 2023, titled, the CBC, the CBDCs are coming and the elite plan to use these digital currencies to enslave humanity. Of which Mr. Snyder begins by stating central bank digital currencies are feverishly being developed all over the globe. And this is something that should deeply alarm all of us. He continues by stating, for a moment, I would like for you to imagine a world where the government instantly knows whenever you buy or sell something. No transaction ever uh, would truly be private, not even your most personal or embarrassing ones. He says, in addition, your money would not be truly your own under such a system. Your access to the digital currency system would be, listen up, my friends, a privilege, which could be potentially suspended or revoked with the click of a mouse. All of a sudden, you would not be able to buy or sell anything, and you would become an outcast from society. Mr. Snyder then says, under no circumstances should any government ever be given such power. He then says, unfortunately, the CBDCs are coming and they are going to radically change how commerce gets done. He further states, here in the United States, the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, time to listen up, my friends, has posted a job listing for a senior crypto architect to work on the development of a digital dollar. U.S. Representative uh, Warren Davidson is very upset about this because he believes that a CBDC issued by the Federal Reserve would be the financial equivalent of the Death Star. The job description specified that the Federal Reserve seeks a techni uh, technologist to perform central bank digital currency or CBDC research and development. The expert will work to ensure the Federal Reserve is well positioned to design, develop, and implement technology to support a CBDC as may be, there's that word again, required by the Board of Governors. Although the job listing shows that the Federal Reserve is only working on CBDC research, Representative Davidson believes that it is a sign of which is to come and describes it as the financial equivalent of the Death Star. Davidson added that the CBDC would turn money into a tool of coercion and control. And to that, Mr. Snyder says, sadly, he is right on target. Just before going on to say, once digital dollars issued by the Federal Reserve become the dominant form of currency in our nation, whoever has power over that system would truly have an unprecedented tool of coercion and control. To that, Mr. Snyder then says, so we must not allow this to happen. He then goes on to say, sadly, CBDCs are now in development all over the world. For example, he says, the UK has been moving towards the development of their own CBDC. The de facto head of His Majesty's Treasury announced this week that the Bank of England has begun consultations on implementing a 
Central Bank Digital Currency, or CBDC, that could usher in the globalist vision of a cashless society in which all transactions are traceable by the government. Chancellor of the Exchequer, uh, Jeremy Hunt, revealed that as part of his uh, Edinburgh reforms of Britain's financial services, the Bank of England will begin consultations on the design of a central bank digital currency, or CBDC, which would act as a digital version of the pound sterling. Meanwhile, says Mr. Schneider, the EU is looking at creating a digital version of the euro. The following comes from the official website of the European Central Bank. We are working with the national central banks of the euro areas to investigate whether to uh, introduce a digital euro. It would be a central bank digital currency, an electronic equivalent to cash. And it would complement banknotes and coins, giving people an additional choice about how to pay. Mr. Snyder then shares a CBDC is currently being tested in Brazil. And it turns out, listen up, my friends, that it has hidden a hidden backdoor feature that would actually allow the government to freeze people's funds and adjust their balance at will. Brazil, like most other masters seeking to control the population with a central bank digital currency or CBDC, its pilot program made it possible for the ruling class to have complete control over the money of the slaves. The new system contains hidden backdoor features allowing the Brazilian government to freeze people's funds and adjust their balances at will. Even though these features are hidden, there is no secret as to why these psychopaths all uh, so desperately need people to accept their enslavement through a CBDC scheme. According to a blockchain developer by the name of Pedro um, Magalhas, uh, founder of the Web3 consulting firm Ira Labs, the ruling class will have access to every single slave's bank account once they roll out the CBDC system. Magalhas uh, claimed that he reverse-engineered the code behind Brazil's CBDC program, which led him to this shocking discovery. Moving ahead, Mr. Snyder shares, in uh, Russia, the digital ruble is already here. Now it's really time to listen up, my friends, because this is no joke. Just a few days ago, and now this article was written July 27th, I'm sure, 2023, just, uh, and now uh, Mr. Snyder is saying just a few days ago, Vladimir Putin signed the digital ruble bill into law. Russia's President Vladimir Putin signed the digital ruble bill into law today. He says, a court, or says an article that he's using here, allowing the country's central bank to issue its own digital currency. The digital ruble, which is which the Bank of Russia has long been mulling over, will be used for payments along with other methods, according to the new amendments to Russia's civil code. The digital ruble accounts will be managed by the central bank, the law says. The bill passed its third final hearing on July 11th. Oh, there's 11. And has been waiting for the president to be signed. Digital ruble is a CBDC project. The Bank of Russia has been working on, listen up, my friends, since 2020, and a lot longer ago than that, too, if the truth be known. 
When the Bank of Russia published its first analytical report on the topic, later the the, uh, regulator updated the report, including the feedback from Russia, from Russian banks and other financial markets, market participants. The regulator announced that it stared piloting the system with a number of Russian banks in February of 2022, shortly before the country started a war in Ukraine. Mr. Schneider makes note of the just shared fact by uh, stating this was a historic development concerning the signing in of the CBDC ruble, digital ruble CBDCs into law by Russia, my friends. He says, so why did we barely hear anything about it in the news? He says, overall, it's being reported that 130 different countries are now interested in potentially developing their own CBDCs. Out of 195 countries... In the world, 130 nations are moving towards building their central bank digital currency, or CBDC. And to that, Mr. Snyder says, wow. As he moves to close his piece, he further states, our world is changing so rapidly now. Just before going on to say, once a digital currency is introduced where you live, How will you keep your digital wallet safe? After all, someone could just steal your digital wallet and spend all the digital currency that you have saved up. He then shares in closing, well, one German uh, economist is warning that eventually we could see digital wallets actually get implanted under the skin. A well-known German economist Economist has uh, revealed that central banks around the world are planning to introduce central bank digital currencies or CBDCs in the form of microchips implanted under the skin. This technology will enable complete government control over personal finances of its citizens. I was taught by a central banker that the CBDCs look like a small grain of rice that they want to put under your skin, said Richard Werner in an interview with podcaster uh, Ivor Cummins. Werner is known for developing the now commonly used bank practice of quantitative easing. Mr. Snyder ends this piece by stating, let us hope that nothing like that happens anytime soon. But we truly are living in unprecedented times, and they are only going to get crazier with each passing year. If we are going to object to the implementation of CBDCs, the time is now, he says, just before ending with this. Hopefully, we can get a lot more people in the general population to wake up because the clock is ticking. My friends, what people, now this is where you really need to listen up, my friends, because this is a word from the Lord. I penned it, but it came from the the Holy Spirit, okay? And you can decide. But I am sure you will feel the power of God upon these words because they are his and not mine. What people really need to wake up to is the fact that there is no stopping the implementation of the soon coming worldwide system of control. Why, you ask? Simply because the word of the one and only true and living God, who is the Father of the only Savior of the world, whose name is Jesus Christ, says that the time will come when Satan's Antichrist beast, false prophet, and worldwide system known as the Mark of the Beast, tickered by the number 666, will openly rule and reign over the entire world for the period of three and a half years, which is to say 42 months or 1260 days 
and is called the time of great tribulation, a.k.a. the time of Jacob's or Israel's trouble, and is all set to take place along with the simultaneous outpouring of God's wrath in the last half of the seven years of tribulation. The most important thing to be doing right now, my friends, is to get your spiritual life in order with the one and only true and living Savior of the world, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. If you will do that, my friends, all that you ever have need of, need of, my friends, maybe not uh, excess, but need of will be supplied. For it is said in Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 26, Behold the fowl of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, and you know what I always tell you about wherefore, my friends, see what it's there for. Wherefore, Jesus said, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all of these things. Here's the key, my friends. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What do I always say? Right living in the Lord Jesus Christ. And all these things shall be added unto you says the word of God. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. My friends, the Lord God says by way of the precious and holy uh, bl uh, shed blood of his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, that he has already devised and carried out his plan, even before the foundation of this world was ever laid, for the way of your salvation and escape from the wrath of God that is yet to come. And it, here is how you receive it. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul lays it out. For all, by way of the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, as he begins by stating in verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou or you, my friend, shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. You know what I like to say, right living in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the same word of God goes on to say, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, which is your way of escape, my friends through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall 
be saved. What is his name, my friends? His name is Jesus Christ. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and believes that God sent him here to pay the price for our sins and that God raised him from the dead and that he's sitting at the right hand of the Lord God right now, waiting for the clarion call and the trumpet to sound to return for those who have chosen to belong to him, my friends. That is what we're waiting for. And that is who we're waiting for, the Lord Jesus Christ and none other. So if we put everything else second and put God first and our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, number one, and the knowing of God's word, knowing it well and knowing it correctly for ourselves, and being under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have nothing to worry about. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And as long as we are here on this earth, the Lord is able to take care of our needs. He's created eternity past, present, and future. I think he can handle it. With that said, my friends, if today you have need of a personal Savior who is only the Lord Jesus Christ and none other, then today is your day because we can go to prayer and ask the Lord Jesus Christ. You can ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. It's all about a personal relationship between you and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just the messenger. So today, let us go to prayer. And if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, then this prayer will be sufficient as long as it comes from your heart and not your mind, my friends. You're about to interact with a God who knows the end from the beginning, and he knows exactly where you are, just as the word of God said. He knows where you are and what you have need of, no matter what it is. So let us pray today that you would enter into the kingdom of God, both in the here and now, and be ready, watching, waiting, and praying to enter in eternally when the Lord Jesus Christ either calls you home or returns in the rapture for us. With that said, my friends, if you've never uh, asked the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior, then please join me in this prayer today. And if you're backslidden, my friends, kick Satan to the curve. Quit believing the fact that, I mean, quit believing that he is trying to make it a fact that you can never return because as long as you have breath in your body and the Lord hasn't, uh, uh, you haven't crossed a line with the Lord that only he knows you're able to come back. With that said, let us pray, my friends. Please pray this prayer from your heart out loud unto the Lord. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, I know that you are the one who allowed your one and only begotten son to come to this world to pay the price for our sins. And that is a gift no one else could ever give except you. And I thank you for that on as he came on my behalf to take my sin that I may have eternal life. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart and I'm ready to serve your one and only begotten son from this day forward until I meet him in the air at the time of the rapture. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner in need of a savior and I ask that you would please forgive me of my sins right now. I come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit before you this day, and I bow down. Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you have promised, and what you have promised is that if we will sincerely from the depths of our heart ask you to forgive us of our sins, you are faithful and true to forgive us of our sins. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance and help me to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. And Lord Jesus, I just want to say thank you for I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you've promised and I know that today you've heard my prayer and I am now your child. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray. Amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. 
May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, his perfect shalom. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. I Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?